This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Well, it is time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Lance Descott. The Blues squeaked out a win in game one, two to one. I know we're all happy about the win. I'm very excited that they have taken a one to nothing lead in the series. However, I think most Blues fans would have to admit, and those that follow the Blues, that this was not their best game. They were outshot 52 to 26. Jake Allen really saved them big time, uh, just as much as Brian Elliott saved them last year when they had a bad stretch uh, throughout a game. You can't keep expecting your goalie to face tons of shots and tons of quality chances and uh, still come out on top. The Blues for this game two, uh, which we're recapping, they have to cut down on the shots. As I stated in my uh, playoff preview, I'd say the Blues have to keep the Wild to 26 and under, and they were able to do that in this game. The Blues uh, didn't outplay the Wild in the first, but there wasn't as much of a gap as there was in the first period of the first game. There was a huge gap. The Wild definitely uh, just overwhelmed the Blues in the first period of the first game. But in the first period of this game, the Wild did play better, but it was more evenly matched. The Blues uh, only had five shots on goal. The Wild had nine. But I don't think the Wild had as many quality chances in the first period as they did in the game one uh going into the first period like i said both teams played pretty good the wild i thought did play a little bit better than the blues there would be no scoring i don't think there was great opportunities for either team in the first period there was a couple good scoring chances for each one but great opportunities no we wouldn't see anything happen until the uh, first part of the second period when hey guess who the uh hero from the first night uh joel edmondson got the blues on the board early in the second period to take a one to nothing lead for Berkland. Joel Edmondson with a shot. He scores! Mark it down again. Joel Edmondson has done it again. St. Louis breaks the ice. This is his 18th playoff game. Johnny's got three goals. I mean, he's not a goal scorer. Last year, he had a real tough time in his 16 playoff games, especially in the Dallas series. He struggled from time to time. But this is amazing. On a delayed penalty, Joel Edmondson, who had overtime magic in game one, he's going to get it up high. And that just beats Dubnik clean. What a nice, hard shot by Edmondson. And this guy played very good in the first game, continued to play very well in the second game, and gets rewarded for it. That would be Edmondson's second goal of the series and guess what he's tied for the lead in the league with two goals with a couple other guys so nobody expected that Berglund gets his first save PRV gets his first save three minutes and 51 seconds into the second period and our blues are up one to nothing it the play would pick up after this each team would get pressure on each other's goalie but Dubnik and Allen would both stand tall in the second period now Tarasenko spins away from Stewart Tarasenko with it up high in the zone. His shot saved by Dubnik. And he stops Schwartz on the rebound. Everybody in. Jason Pominville. Up top, Ryan Suter. Arister. Allen awkwardly makes the save off the posterior side. Both goalies are playing great in this series. I know Dubnik hasn't had to face as many shots, but he's 
doing what he needs to do to keep his team in the game. Uh, you know, he played well in the first game, but nowhere near as well as Jake Allen. And he plays well in this game, but Jake's playing great too. So we've got a good goalie battle. Both teams are getting some opportunities. This would stay a one to nothing blues lead until late in the second period when the blues were just unable to get the puck out of the front of the net and the wild tied it at one apiece late in the second. Suter looks for a lane, goes to stall. Tried to force one through, they score! Parisi on the power play, and we're even at one! Stahl ran into a roadblock, but he was able to maintain control. The defender will drop down right here, watch this roadblock going across the front of the net, Bomeister, but he stays with it and somehow gets the puck through. And Breezy just pitches it over the goaltender. Jake Allen does his best to keep this puck out of the net, but the inability of the defenseman, including Petrangelo, to get that puck away from Jake after he does his best job to keep it out on the initial save. Uh, Parisi was able to put it in at uh, 17 minutes and 44 seconds into the second. We're tied at one apiece, and that was a power play goal for Minnesota. It just goes to show you how important not giving up penalties and getting giving the other team these power plays is in the playoffs. That would be Pracy's second goal. Uh, Stahl gets his first assist, and Suter gets his first assist. We're knotted up at one apiece. It stayed that way going into the third period, and in my mind, I think the Blues continue to improve from the first period when Minnesota kind of was a little bit better, but they didn't carry the play. Second period, I thought the Blues carried the play, and even though Minnesota scored late, going into the third, the Blues would need to continue to carry the play, and they would. But not only that, Jake Allen would stand tall to keep this tied at one apiece. On his knees, he gets back up, maintains control, looks around, a wrister tip, Nino Niederreiter gets it on goal. Kyle Brodziak spent six years playing here in Minnesota. He didn't want his old teammate, Marco Scandella, to cash in. Hala got there for Minnesota. Eric Hala along the board, wedged by Pareko. A steal, Pominville's in. What a save! Jake Allen robs Jason Pominville. I think Jason Pominville would not miss many times from there, John. Although Jake didn't have to face 52 shots in this game, he still played very, very well like the number one goalie that we all know that he is. Hopefully, all those naysayers against Jake Allen, they were shut up after the first game, but if they weren't after the first game, they really need to be after the second game. Jake's huge performance allowed the Blues to do what they needed to do. They continued to put pressure on Dubnik, and it would pay off when David Perron would set up the perfect screen for Jaden Schwartz to give the Blues a 2-1 to lead on this goal late in the third period. Alex Petrangelo thinking twice. Both teams are changing. Moving across, this is Schwartz with a shot. He scores! Jaden Schwartz finds a way. 2.27 left in regulation. St. Louis with a 2-1 to lead. See Alex Petrangelo buy some time so they can get the live legs on the ice. Watch 57 away, drive the net. That opens up the shooting scene for Jaden Schwartz. But it all started with the excellent save at the other end by Jake Allen and the screen provided by Peril. Petrangelo did an outstanding job creating time and space and buying time so they could get the live legs on the ice.
Tarangelo was key in the play, but I'm going to tell you one thing. David Perron's screen on this play was excellent. Skated in front of Schwartz to where Dubnik could not see a thing, and I don't think Dubnik seen it till it was past him. This goal gave the Blues a 2-1 to one lead, and it was late in the third, 17 minutes and 33 seconds in. Jaden Schwartz gets his first, but Tarangelo gets his first assist. Brodziak gets his first assist. The Blues were up. Two to one at that point, and they got the win two to one. Although it was a little dicey towards the end there, Minnesota did uh, put a pretty good effort there to try to come back and get a goal, but Jake stood strong and the Blues defense stood strong. Let's go ahead and go into the game recap and go over the numbers of this game. The Blues with the win two to one take a two to nothing series lead and take the home advantage away from the Wild. The Blues, as I said, cut down on the shots. The other night, the Wild had 52. Tonight, they had less than half of that with 24 and nowhere near as many quality chances. The Blues got 22 shots on goal. Power plays, Minnesota was 1 for 3 at 33 and a third percent. Uh, the uh, Blues were 0 for 2 on the power play faceoffs. Minnesota still dominated 63% to 37%. That must change when the Blues come back home. It has to. Edmondson gets his second goal of the playoffs. Schwartz gets his first. Berglund gets an assist. Payarvi gets an assist. Petrangelo gets an assist. And Jake Allen makes 23 out of 24 shots on goal saved. Parise gets a power play goal. That one late in the second period. His second, of course. Stahl gets an assist. And Suter gets an assist. Dubnik, again, played well. He's doing what he needs to do for Minnesota. But they're just not scoring enough against the Blues. He made 20 out of 22 saves. Why don't we go ahead and uh, go into the post-game players interviews. We'll hear from Jaden Schwartz, uh, Petrangelo, and of course Edmondson. All of these guys played well. Perron played well. Just an overall great game for the Blues, and I can't praise them enough for their effort. The job's not over yet, so we know the last two are going to be the hardest, and uh, uh, it starts in game three, so we're going to... Uh, they're going to throw everything at us, and uh, you know, we're excited to go home, though, for sure. And uh, We did a good job so far, but uh, we know it's going to get a lot tougher. Jay, take us through the goal. Were you, were you just coming off the bench there, and it looked like Petro was able to just find you coming through the middle of the ice? Yeah, I think I just hopped on the ice. It happened pretty quick and uh, was calling for it, and, and Perry did a great job of uh, of driving the net, and he kind of created that whole thing by backing the D off, and uh, I think I shot it through his legs, and Dubnik couldn't see it, so uh, that doesn't happen if Perry doesn't drive the middle. Jaden, can you describe the difference in the Blues play after the first period tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we just got on our toes. We got a little bit more aggressive. Uh, you know, they're, they're a team that likes to come out and get a fast start in their building, get, get the crowd into it, and uh, we kind of did a good job of weathering it. And, um, you know, tied after one on the road is, isn't a bad position to be in, but we knew we had to to get better as the game went on, and uh, we did a pretty good job of that. Jaden, how were you able to li limit their opportunities? I mean, you cut them down from 52 shots to 24 tonight, and... I mean, they, they, had their, they had their moments, but I mean, for the most part, you were able to really cut into their opportunities. How were you able to do that? Well, we want to play in the Ozone. I mean, that's that was kind of our goal in the first game. They We didn't control it down there as, as much. We we would have have it down there, and then they'd poke it, and they'd come down in our end and, and get some shots. And we did a good job today of keeping up to the outside and um, playing them hard, taking away their time and space. And like I said, the biggest thing was just uh, controlling the puck more through the neutral zone and the Ozone and spending some time down there. Edmondson has three goals in the regular season. Now he has two goals, one in each postseason game. What's working so well for him right now? Yeah, I mean, he's got a great shot. Uh, if we can get traffic to the net and he finds a way to get it through, there's a good chance of it going in, and that's what playoffs is all about. You need different guys stepping up every night, and 
you know, this is, this is the best time of the year. So he's done a great job for us, and, and uh, it's uh, a big reason why we're, we're up to nothing going home. With them wanting, obviously, to get this game and try to get this 1-1, did you expect the physicality to pick up like it did? Yeah. I mean, going to the third round last year, that's little things you learn, uh, you know, how desperate a team can play. And uh, when we were down one game to another different series, uh, you want to come back with a really good effort in the second game. And um, it, it only gets harder from here on out. So, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with the win tonight, but our focus has to turn to, to Sunday. Gene, what can you say about Jay? Yeah, he's been great. Um, no one's surprised in here. He's a unbelievable goalie. He's, he's really focused right now. He works hard, and uh, we got a lot of confidence with him between the pipes, and uh, allows us to play our game. And like I said, feel confident. So he's he's been great for us, and uh, we're gonna need him. Change. So uh, I was gonna go back with it, but they changed, and I saw Schwartz in the corner of my eyes, so I figured I'd try and get a break there. It's one heck of a shot. Just a perfect play with Perry driving the net. And yeah, we said we talked about that. that. Getting through the middle and. Uh, good shooter knows when to take the shot. As soon as Perry cleared the way there, it was a perfect shot. How did you limit this team's opportunities from game one? I just think we were more aggressive. I think we uh, limited their opportunities coming to the middle with speed. Uh, Fords did a great job uh, playing hard in their D, not letting them make clean plays. Did, the phys- did you expect the physicality to yeah, pick up like it did with them playoffs. trying to get this to 1-1? I mean, play each other six times a year. It's going to be uh, some physical play. We know each other pretty well, but uh, we're up for it. What can you say about Eddie? I mean, obviously, he has three goals in the regular season, now two goals in two playoff games. And uh, so uh, how excited are you for him? And or I guess what does it mean for him? I guess to I told him earlier, I think he was I think he was just saving it all for the playoffs. You know, he didn't want to <laughs> max out too early. But he's got a hell of a shot. We've told him that all year, shoot the puck. But uh, same thing. we got guys in front of the net. It's tough to save the puck when you can't see it. Basically, I would assume you guys would have been pretty happy going back to St. Louis with at least one win. But now you have two. Can you just kind of put in the words just how excited it is? Yeah, everyone says you want to try and make sure you come back one on one. But uh, like we weren't happy with the way we played in game one. We got away with the win. Uh, I think we can still get a lot better. I think there's a lot of things that we need to continue to get better on. Um, it's nice going back at home ice. We're going to get the matchups that we want. But uh, it's playoff hockey. You're always going to play the way you want. And you just got to find ways to win. Um, it was delayed penalty, so that kind of opened the zone up for us. And uh, me and Bergie played some catch up at the top. and. Uh, fed me the onesie, and there's there's bodies all over the place in front of the net. So uh, I just tried to hit the net, and luckily it went in. And maybe the most important question: worked on that celebration. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, like I said uh, in the first game, I'm not I'm not the type of guy to go skate off and celebrate by myself. Uh, so I kind of just stood there and waited for them to jump on me. But uh, tonight, um, a little different. I had a little bit more time to celebrate. Uh, but I mean, I'm just happy we could get the win tonight. Any hesitancy on your part? We have six, you got a sixth attacker out there. You've got other guys who are score more regularly to, to have someone else take the shot besides you. <laughs> Didn't even cross my mind. Uh, I had a wide open one timer, so I'm not going to pass that up. Mm-hmm. Joel, it's a win's a win, but is the most important thing for you guys the fact that you're able to limit the opportunities significantly over game one? Yeah, for sure. Um, the limit is 20 some shots tonight for them, um, but we know we still have a couple old notches to our game. Uh, uh, we weren't too, we weren't overly pleased with tonight, but I mean we did enough to get the win, and hopefully we can elevate our game another couple notches in St. Louis. Let's hope the Blues do continue to improve, like Joel Edmondson said. Didn't have a great game the first game, played better in this game, but continually need to improve in the playoffs, and I think they're going to do that. Let's go ahead and hear from Coach Mike on his thoughts in the game and moving the series back to uh, home at ice advantage uh, for the Blues. Yeah, well. I was gonna, I was gonna say it this morning. Like you know, 
we didn't lose game one. You know, we we did enough things to win a hockey game, and uh, obviously Jake was was outstanding in that game. Um, but he he wears a jersey for a reason. You know, he's part of he's part of uh, he's part of our group. And uh, you know, I think that what what we saw in game one is that once it was, I felt a very even game until we got the lead, and then we we backed off a little bit. And so we knew that we had to be more aggressive, more assertive in our game. Um, we knew that we had to tweak a couple things and that we had to um, adjust a little bit and, and find a way to get better between one and two. And I think we did that today. And now um, we're going to have to do the same thing. Hey, Coach Nerez, what was the most uh, impressive adjustment your, your guys made from the previous game into this one? Well, uh, you know, there, uh, without getting into too much specifics, we we obviously limited uh, the shots against tonight. A much better job of that. And again, it's uh, nothing's changing. This this is a group that still challenges you. It's still it's still tough. They've still got um, they've still got a lot of players over there, and and the way that they throw pucks at the net, it's uh, it's challenging. But uh, but you know we're 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 digging in on it, and and you know so far we've been good at it. And like I said, we got to make sure that. Uh, um, that we continue to get better as a group, and we got to do that, uh, you know, both with and without the puck. Tonight, you actually, they were more aggressive after you got the goal. Yeah, that's you know, certainly first period again, we we were okay, but then I felt like we started to really find our game and uh, and find the blueprint of of how we have to be successful. In particular, uh, when our physicality picked up, uh, that's, that's got to be part of our game, um, and uh, and I felt that we we certainly did that in the second period and started to see the emotion and uh, and the intensity that uh, that we're going to need going Mike, forward. Mike, I know it's playoff hockey, but you, you guys seem to be under their skin. A lot of their, their guys are worried about Reeves and Upshaw. And so well, on. you know what? That's that, that was tonight. Everybody, you know, every game is a new game. So, um, you know, we don't we don't put a lot of stock in that. You know, we, I. Obviously, we're real happy that we got uh, got the both wins in here, but we know that I know that that's not a team that's going to quit. They're not going to go away, um, you know. But if we can get a little bit in their head, and and uh, more importantly for us, start to find the blueprint of what we need to to do to be successful and keep getting better as a group, then uh, then you know we're happy. So we'll do the same thing. We'll look at the game, figure out what we did well, and figure out what we need to do better. And uh, and you know if there's any adjustments that we need to make, we'll be ready to make them. You got a lot of great shifts out of your fourth line tonight. What do you need from that line, and how would you assess their play tonight? Yeah, just more, more of the same. That's what they've been doing for for a long time for us, and so uh, we, you know, obviously they go up on the board as the fourth line, but uh, but we use those guys a lot. We use those guys in key situations, whether it's PK, whether it's uh, you know, we don't try to hide those guys. It's quite the opposite. We we enjoy when those guys are out against good players, and and uh, they they relish that opportunity. Indeed, the fourth line does need to get a lot of credit. They've played well all season. When the Blues' uh, first couple lines haven't played well, they've picked them up. They've played really, really good in this uh, playoff series so far. When uh, Coach Mike took over, their playing time increased around three minutes a game, and a lot of people might think that's not much, but that is huge. That's several shifts extra that you're giving to these guys that they have earned by their play, so it's nice to see them play well. Hopefully they can continue to play well this series coming back to St. Louis on Sunday. Uh, that game will be tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central. It should be a great game. We all know the Wild are not going to fold, even though uh, Bruce Boudreaux's teams have not had great success in the playoffs, such as the Ducks when he coached them. Uh, the Wild are a different team, and uh, they're going to come out hard on uh, the game tomorrow. They are going to be 
set to win this game. They don't want to go down three to nothing, and the Blues want to go up three to nothing. So something's got to break, and hopefully for our sake, it's the Blues going up three to nothing. But let's not get too confident. You know, even though we're up two to nothing and have a chance to go up three to nothing, any team can come back and beat you. Just remember it when the Blues played the Kings several years ago in the playoffs and we're up two games to nothing. Everybody was feeling pretty darn good. Well, that good feeling ended when the Kings won four games in a row. So let's not get too cocky, even if we go up three games to nut. But it should be still a fun, fun series. Uh, I look forward to the game tomorrow. I hope you do. Thanks for joining me here on the Drop Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lance Descott. Until the next game recap, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.